we go. Another edition of Jamal about sports on a Monday, a football Monday. Almost all the games in the books. Two more left to go tonight. Big day yesterday. We got lots of games to get to. Of course, the Cowboys and Giants. Cardinals-Lions. We'll talk Green Bay-Seattle. A bunch of other games. Also, some of the games that featured some of the players AG and I uh, highlighted in our draft preview show. A bunch of those guys had big games yesterday. I got a lot to talk about there. And there he is, riding shotgun as always, the man, the myth, the legend, AG. What is up? Kicking it off with a little old school Van Halen. That's right. Unchained as we are off the chain now. Yeah, yeah. See, see, the, see the connection there? <laughs> yes, with it. See what I did there? Yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course, you're definitely in the David Lee Roth camp. Of course, I mean, it's not even debatable. I mean, there's Van Halen and there's Van Hagar. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. I mean, that's... I, I, a lot of people out there would swear by Sammy Hagar. Listen, I, I, uh, I, I don't see it. Uh, I do not see it. I am with you. I remember hearing the song, uh, I think their first big hit was with him was Why Can't This Be Love? I don't know if you remember that no, song. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that spring break junior year, I don't know, a thousand times. And at first, I kind of felt, I felt victim to thinking that I liked that song. Mm, yeah. And then, no. Yeah. Then, no. Yeah, no. So, and yes. Then you, to, then you had to listen to Right Now uh, eight billion times. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Just, just no. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. To me, there's really just one Van Halen. That is with Diamond Dave as the lead singer for, uh, for show. Uh, big show to get to. Lots of football. Uh, obviously, week one almost in the books here. And uh, why not kick it off with, I'm sure, a very contented, satisfied. I'm sure there'll be some concerns we'll mention, but 19-3 against the hated Giants. It's nice to finally get one against those guys. As, as, as Tony Kornheiser would say to Mike Wilbon, this is your account, you go. <laughs> you own it. Yes. Yeah, very nice win. Um, I did not expect to hold them to three points. Used to every single one of these games, working your last nerve to the last possession as all these games go. Yep. And this is one that uh, I never really, um, I mean, of course, you're always, you're always expecting something to happen. Of course. But um, there were no moments where I was ready to, to like, to... You were never really on the edge of your seat. No, no. I mean, one play here and there could have gotten there, but sure. I didn't quite get there. Whereas I'm used to every single one of these giant uh, cowboy games going down to the very wire where, I'm, where you're just, like, beside yourself. Right. For, you know, particularly for the last 15 minutes of the game. Yes, and then, then, I mean, for the most part, that's been the history, especially the recent history, so obviously well-warranted uh, to, to, to think that. And very used to coming out on the, uh, on the losing end of this. Well, obviously, you guys only had three losses last year. The Giants accounted for two of those losses, so certainly uh, understandable why you would be wary of this game. And boy, they, just, they just know how to play that team, particularly defensively. The Giants, just, they know how to play the Cowboys. And that was certainly, listen, that was not the issue last night for the Giants. Their defense, uh, given the circumstances, played about... They were on the field the entire game. They, they held up very well. Yes, they did. They did. A um, couple of things. When it was still... I'm, you, you remind me, I don't know what the score was. Uh, huge play in the game, though. Brandon Marshall all alone in the flat. Might have even scored. That was in the second half. Okay. I don't know if he scores. That's a, it's a big game. It's, a, it's game. a big game. It's huge. a big game. And that was a third down play, too, I think. Yes. And so the Giants ended up having to punt there. That was huge. The Giants came out in the third, qu- third quarter and went down the field and had to settle for three. was huge. It, yeah, the, the Giants. So the Cowboys are up 16 um, nothing. Uh, uh, right. Start the second half. Right. And the Giants get the ball. They go on a 10-minute drive. Yep. And they only kick a field that's, goal. That's a loss. That's, that was huge. That was, that's, that's a loss because they took all that time and off the, the clock. And the Cowboys ran the rest of the, clock, uh, of the, of the clock out right. in the fourth quarter. And before you, and and then one they, possession each yeah. team. Yeah. Now, you're, now, now the Giants, if you're the Giants, you're looking for the fourth quarter. And you're down, yeah. you're down, you're down 16-3. And, and frankly, and, listen, uh, I, I, I can... I can somewhat understand the argument McAdoo probably would make there that you have to come away with points, but not when you're down two, two touchdowns and two two-point conversions. You take 10 minutes off the clock. Had they gotten down there with one big play and there was still a lot of time left in the third quarter and then you three and out at them and forced them to kick a field goal, that I can understand. When you take 10 minutes off the clock like that and you're down two yeah, touchdowns... You're, you're going to need that score anyway. At that point, I think you get the field goal. Okay. I think you gotta get the, because you're going to need the points. Anyway, you can't come away with... Yeah, Listen, I get it. I get it. You saw he was a little bit, I mean, he was pretty frustrated. And he kind of thought about going for it there for a second. Um, but I, I don't know. Did you get to You're going to have to keep getting down there anyway. So really, you know, and you know your defense is, pr- is playing well. Yeah. So you're going to have to keep, your offense is going to have to keep 
swing down the field anyway. I, I, I think you got to take the points there. Yeah. I, I, would, I would not kill him for kicking the field goal. Yeah, all right. That's fair. I mean, I, I'm not killing him for it. I just, I, I, you know, again, everybody always goes crazy week one. I mean, you know, look, Jack Del Rio set a precedent last year in the first game of the year against the Saints. Remember, he went for two instead of going for a tie. And they got it and won yeah. in week one. And that set them up for, you know, obviously, until Carr got hurt, they were having a great season. And I thought maybe even could have, uh, you know, pushed the Patriots a little bit in the playoffs. But anyway, no, I'm not going to kill them for it. I just, again, you know, they kind of were, they were a victim of their sort of own success in the sense that, yeah, they took a lot of time off the clock. They kept their defense off the field, which needed it. Um, but to only come away with three points was obviously a huge win for the Cowboys. Um, even more so than just holding the team to the field goal because all that time came off Correct. the clock. Yeah. Um, and then obviously... And as that drive was, as they got down, you know, to the, I guess, inside the 10. Yeah. I said, was, if we could hold them to a field goal, right. just stay You'd be point. thrilled. Sure. Of course. Yeah. And then so, uh, they, you know, they, they try to run it. Yeah. And stuffed. Uh, and, then, uh, and then the sack. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, listen. The Giants have all kinds of problems on offense. And it's not just because Odell Beckham Jr. is not on, uh, didn't play. Um, they, their offensive line was bad last year, and it's the same offensive line this year. I, I don't know really what Jerry Reese was doing in the offseason, yeah. but uh, he didn't address it at all. Now, listen. I don't think there were many offensive linemen out there. Well, I was going to say, to be fair, it was a bad draft for offensive linemen. Uh, you would have probably been reaching uh, for any of the tackles. There was no real left tackle because a lot of people wanted to you know, replace Eric Flowers' left tackle and move him over to right tackle, but there were no uh, left tackles, or at least, you know, was According to you know the the draft Knicks, there were no real left tackles worthy of a first round pick where the Giants were picking. Right. Um, and they figured, well, you know, we're not, why why take a why take a you know a Ryan Ranchek who they probably you, know, you don't know how they set up their board, but you have to you right. have to assume they had Edmund Ingram rated way way and above did Bowles and Bowles went before they picked right? Did Garrett Bowles go before I they picked? Went, I and he, he went, went after. after. I think so. Yeah, but you know, listen, I, I I'm not going to kill him for not addressing the draft. Yeah, you can't. You know, you can't take an offensive line just because you because you need one. No, if he's not even no. close to as, as good a player. No, either. that's how you ruin your team. You can't exactly. do that. But uh, you know, listen, I know he's 35 years old, but Andre Whitworth was sitting there. I mean, I know the guy kind of got some money from. I think the Rams signed him. But um, I mean, listen, I, you know, hindsight's 2020. Uh, and the Lions only did it because they were forced to because Taylor Decker got hurt. But we got Greg Robinson for a six-round pick. And uh, granted, it's one game. He played great yesterday. Yeah. Um, my, my point and is... Bobby, and Bobby Hart's... Uh, he, 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 he was awful. Right I mean, Flowers yeah. wasn't even the worst, the worst of the bunch. Bobby Hart and, and John Jerry has always been bad. I don't even understand how he, he, he gets to keep playing. Uh, the right side of the line. I mean, they made DeMarcus Lawrence look like two tall jumps. I mean, it was ridiculous. Or to make... For a player more recent vintage, Charles Haley. Yeah, um, exactly. You could you could have gotten Tony Tolbert there too. We would have accepted. Tony, oh yeah, Tony, Tony Tolbert, Tolbert number, number ninety two. Correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the Gi- so the Giants. Listen, I, I you know not that I'm alone in this opinion, but when you don't have an offensive line, you got no shot. I'm sorry, you have no shot. I mean, especially with quarterback, quarterback has to make up for so much, and uh, right with, with uh, Eli getting on in years, he yeah, can't, he can't do it himself. Well, you know what? To give credit to this guy, and generally he he rubs me the wrong way, but Heath Evans said the problem with the Giants is they have the, the Green Bay Packers offense without Aaron Rodgers. He's like, listen, they, their offensive line's never been that good, but Aaron Rodgers, because of who he is, makes them look better than they are, and also the fact they get away with holding on every play. He didn't mention that, of course. That's that's me editorializing. That's, that's me. That's me working that's that in there. Your, your little, yeah. uh, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that disgrace of a game in a little bit. Uh, I mean, I mean, the, the league ought to be ashamed of itself. They really should. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to, the, the, yeah, the, but the Aaron Rodgers rules. Yes, but uh, in '91, when the Lions had their best year, where they were 12 and four, uh, they had a very good offensive line. And of course, as most people know, Mike Utley got paralyzed the second to last game of the year. Uh, and then their stud left guard from that season, Eric Anelsic, died in a tragic accident while he was clipping, well, he was clipping his lawn. Yeah. A, a runaway semi you know, barreled off the road and ran him over. Um, the Lions offensive line the next year was a complete disaster. They went, I think, 4-12. and 12, And then the next year they signed Bill Fralick, Dave Lutz, and um, uh, Dave Richards uh, to, and to pair with Lomas Brown and, and Kevin Glover. And they went, you know, 10-6 and six and won the division. So, I mean... I don't care how good the Giants are. Yeah, sorry. yeah. I mean, they, they get nothing in the running game. Nothing. I mean, that game is not on Eli last night. That's the offensive line, pure and simple. Was it a little surprised that they made no effort to get Brandon Marshall involved in the game whatsoever? Seems strange. That seems strange. 
Um, you know, listen, Evan Engram showed some things that would certainly make you feel like he could be a good player. Hard to evaluate Paul Perkins when every time he gets the ball, his two guys are hitting him the second he gets the ball, uh, the running back out of UCLA. But, listen, give the Cowboys credit. I mean, you play who you play. Your defensive line played well. Sean Lee was all over the place, as he always is, as long as he's on the field. I got to tell you, was encouraged by number 54. Yeah, he looked okay at times. He looked okay at times. He he had one play where he ran all the way across the field to make a tackle that would have gone for a big game. So I'm I'm encouraged. Very encouraged. He looked looked pretty good at times. Were you about to throw a fit if they were going to overturn that interception? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. now, I have... Because also, because early in the game, they didn't get the fumble, which I don't, I don't know what they ruled that the, the, the Cowboys didn't recover that fumble. Oh, right. The one that Jalen Smith caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was very... I don't, I don't. I never got any kind of clear... Well, Because uh, it looked, from the replay, it clearly looked like Sean Lee recovered the ball. Right. But who knows? I, I don't know what happened there. Um, and, then we, and then there was the, uh, the roughing the passer call against uh, Moody Collins, which, I mean, I guess they can call that. Um, that's me. Cowboys got a break on a terrible pass interference call against Janoris Jones. Right, that was a pretty obvious one to me. You can't throw the quarterback down. And plus, they also got it. They also got the the, the refs also, also missed one when Eli got hit in the head. I mean, you grant. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a huge blow, but that they that's Aaron Rodgers. Right, they, you know, right. But that's Aaron Rodgers or Brady. He's being ejected from the game. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes, they did get away with that one. But I don't think, you know, the refs had nothing to do with why the Giants lost that game. I mean, that, that pass interference call, of course, didn't help. But uh, especially since they'd been letting a lot of stuff go on both right. guys. Which, by the way, exactly. that's the way it should that's be. That's how you call it. That's the way it should be. Yep. You know, I think that's the way the, that should be. That's I, had really, no, I had no issue with any of those calls. It was just a stupid call. Just yeah. Let, 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 let the guys play. You got two guys battling it out. Let them play. Right. Um, but, uh, so, but by the way, overall, yesterday, I mean... In, in, in all the games I watched, the officiating was an atrocity. Um, this replay has got to go. I'm sorry. I, I, you can't you can't ever be happy about anything anymore. Can't be happy about a turnover because you got to wait and see and get a review. Can't be happy about a touchdown you know, because you got to stand there for 10, 15 minutes. You're more unhappy when it doesn't go your way, though. Well, of, of course. I, I, I get it. But, I mean, I'm not saying replay overall has to go, but I think they need to go back to the challenges because, I mean... This idea that every time a touchdown, a guy makes a dive and catch, and now I've got to sit there and hold my breath for 15 minutes, or, you know, does he get in the pylon, does he not get, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's too much. It's too much, and it slows everything down. I mean, the, the, the flow of these games are not great to begin with. Particularly, by the way, when teams start calling consecutive timeouts. Right. Like last night, uh, at the end of the game, um, Giants had all three of their timeouts. Right. So you're outside, outside of two minutes. Yep. Call a timeout, commercial. Yep. Call a timeout, well, that's, commercial. Yep. Two-minute warning, commercial. Uh-huh. So you got three back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Yep. It's, just, it's, it's unbearable. Well, particularly on a national TV game. I mean, it's bad enough on a regularly televised game, but on a national TV game, you can forget. Again, way, I, mean, I know we say this all the time. The way to do it is <laughs> you press pause for an hour. Did you do that and, last no, night? No, I should have. Right. I totally should have. Yeah. That's See, the way to do it. And, well, then, and then your phone, so that nobody texts you. Right. You put your phone, put in the your other phone room. on mute. Or whatever, yeah. So you don't need, and then you just, and it, it's so much more enjoyable. No, I, I know. I mean, although I have to admit, would you, would you agree that when your team is kind of winning in a lap, or it's less of an issue? It's when it's a tense game that you're like, oh, like every break, Correct. stoppage, and play yep. drives you nuts. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, listen. Overall, you got to be happy, of course. Division win, home win. Um, you know, who knows what the situation with the running back is now. I, 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 can't, I can't even keep it straight anymore. I'm, I'm yeah, done. I'm done caring. I'm done caring about it. So he can still get the six games. Such, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, you know, we, we talked about this. We talked about this last week, except nobody gets to hear it. Because, right. Oh, that's true. Microphone problem. That's so. true. Yes, that is true. So the gist of it was, uh, in terms of that particular subject, yes, was just uh, the running back. Yes, I'm very concerned about the running back. Yes. I, yes. I don't know what he's. I don't know where he's at. And I don't know. I, you know the, the facts of the case. Right. We don't. I don't really know. So like, I, I it's just like I can't be happy that he didn't get suspended. I know. I know. It's, I, it's a weird place. I don't really know because I don't really know what happened. But at the same time, if the NFL, the NFL's not in the habit of punishing their like their, their young stars unless they really well. Got something. But I think they've been put in a position where they have to make a stand, and it seems to me they've conveniently set this up so that they can. They can publicly look like they're doing the right thing, but privately they uh, are hiding behind these ridiculous rules so that uh, they can make sure that he's going to play on Sunday night. Uh, that's for sure. Um, because they, they mysteriously didn't reject the appeal until after the 4 p.m. deadline. 
on Thursday so that he could play on Sunday. Well, um, they no, they did that because of the riot, uh, roster combinations toward, toward that uh, cut-down day. That's why I mean, that was, that was really only fair because you got so many players in limbo. Well, it was after cut-down day. No, no, no. They, they, no they, it's, we can do it for another show. It's not, it's not that interesting. I thought it was after cut-down day. I thought, I thought there was some arcane rule where if the league didn't file their rejection of the appeal before 4 o'clock, then he, he automatically got to play. And so, very interestingly, they filed it at like 4.30 or something like that on the Thursday before uh, the opening weekend or something like right. that. Yeah, I saw, I saw that, like, uh, I think in the post, like, you know, there's so many like, giant conspiracy theorists were, were out. But. I mean, listen, I, I, I think it's fair to ask the question. I don't know. Listen, the whole, the whole thing is sorted. Again, we said this last week. We had some reporting issues. If it's true that he laid his hands on her, he needs to be suspended. And, there's no and, shit. Yeah. No matter how, you know. Right. I don't care what she did. If this woman is really a, uh, you know, a shaky character. Right. If he, if he did what the Unless NFL self-defense. Said, the NFL did what they said he did, it, it becomes black and white. It's right. Not, it, it, there's no gray area. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, the, what, what, what does, you know, give one pause is supposedly she's on record as saying she wants to destroy his life. You're a black athlete. I'm a white girl. Who are they going to believe? Um, he filed uh, a complaint against her for harassment for uh, numerous texts. Uh, she slept with Lucky Whitehead and then texted him about it. Again, again, uh, again, again Lucky Whitehead. I can't get this guy out of my life. The guy's caught in the crosshairs. Two all the years time. I tried to cut this guy. Finally <laughs> cut him, and then I got, and then I can't even get that. I can't even, can't even get that side. So well, he, he's the whole, you know, the whole. Uh, well, he got. He got his comeuppance. He's, he's on the Jets roster, even though he's on injured reserve. So. <laughs> I thought they weighed injured him, but then I saw he was on the I think he's back. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's probably punishment enough. I mean, I'm sure he's... He, listen, he had the whole thing with the dog napping in the, in, in the, in the training camp. Then he was wrongly accused of shoplifting, and then the Cowboys caught him. I mean, that was actually pretty... That was, I mean, of, course, of course, it was mistaken. Identity. It was mistaken identity. That's what I'm saying. So I couldn't even get the satisfaction of cutting guy that I wanted to cut for my team for two years. Well, two years I was trying to cut that. Well, you, but that was for performance issues. You had nothing against and, the guy. And because he was a total knucklehead. Okay. Gotcha. I didn't, I mean, I didn't think he was a bad guy. But well, he was like I a sort of, class clown. Yeah, yeah when, you're, when you're the 53rd man on the roster, you, don't, you do not get to be the, kid, the, the class clown. Well, Sorry. You know. Sorry. But, oh, hey. You're fumbling and you're costing me football games? No, you, don't, you do not get to be the class well, clown. Well, you know Sorry. what? That, 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 I, had, I had the same thing when Justin Turner was on the Mets, and he was... Oh, you, you mean Edgar Martinez right. uh, 2.0? Yeah, guy? yeah, Mike Schmidt all of a sudden, yeah. Um, yeah, and he was Mr. Pie in the face on a 76-win team, you know, when he's hitting 260 with four home runs. Um, so, yeah, I wanted him gone in the worst way, too, so I totally get that. But the, the Cowboys cutting him is just, that's just such a classic Jerry Jones... I mean, a lot of teams would do that. Like, it's so easy to make a stand against bad the behavior. Man on the right, when a, guy, when a guy's a fifth receiver on your team and he's not an impact player. But anyway, overall, good win for you guys. Uh, sets you up. You guys play Denver this week? Correct. At Denver? Right. Always a tough place to play. Oh, yeah. I, I think Denver may be in for a rough season, though. I, I don't think they're very – I'm not a Trevor Simeon guy. Uh, their quarterback. And they, they wound up re-signing Brock Osweiler. Right. I saw that. But I guess he's their third quarterback. Or oh, Paxton Lynch is hurt. That's why. Right. Paxton Lynch is hurt. They cut T.J. Ward. Seemed like a strange move. Although they replaced him with our guy, Justin Simmons, from D.C. Right. Uh, that's why right. they got rid of him. Um, but uh, in any event, good, solid opening week one. And now, uh, as uh, the, the evil creep would say, on to, on to Denver. Um, We're on to Denver. Yes, you're on to Denver. Uh, shall we do my game next, or do we want to talk about this Green Bay-Seattle let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's get that one out of the way. Seattle-Green Bay? Yeah. yeah. So wait, we just wait, we can get your pre-work done. Okay. Although well, you, you won, so <laughs> yeah. you don't need to right. pre-work done. Right. We won, and, what, and we didn't get screwed by the refs too badly, so yeah. Um, so Green Bay-Seattle, uh, first, you know, I don't know, however many possessions, back and forth, nobody could do anything. Uh... Uh, Seattle gets a pick six from a defensive lineman off Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers, so of course he can't stand. Of course that will never stand. Not only would it not, and it's in Lambeau, too. See, maybe on the road in Seattle they'd have a fighting prayer of that standing up. No, no, last year in Dallas, uh, the, the interception, they, of course, called pass interference. That's true. So, no. But Seattle seems to get a lot of, like, favored nation status stuff sometimes. I mean, they nobody, certainly nobody, do against nobody, us. Nobody gets what Green Bay gets. Oh, nobody gets it. I, like, we've said I don't this know if anybody in the history of sport 
has ever done. Well, the, Bull, the Bulls during the MJ Phillip era. Correct. Yeah, that, that's who they are. The Green Bay Packers at Lambeau are the Bulls during the Mac Michael Jordan, Phillip Jackson era when they would play a playoff game and whatever they needed to do to, to make it happen, that's what would happen. So Aaron Rodgers throws a pick six to a defensive lineman. The refs managed to find two penalties just to cover themselves to make sure because the Golden Boy could never throw a pick six at Lambeau Field. It can't happen. So we have to make sure there are two penalties. One, they threw their top uh, one of their top corners out of the game, Jeremy Lane, for supposedly throwing a punch. When they show the replay, there's uh, Devontae Edwards. And by the way, that guy with that great body of work, that future Hall of Famer, Devontae Edwards. But he gets to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So he's Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, sorry. Yeah. He's grabbing Jeremy Lane's face mask and pulls him down to the ground. And Jeremy Lane, like, kind of pushes at him to get him off of him. He gets thrown out of the game for throwing a punch, which he never threw. Then they also had the audacity to call a legal block in the back. Somebody, somebody blocked Aaron Rodgers. Don't stop him throwing your stuff. Now you're going to go block him? Well, it was Cliff Averill. That's my guy. You know, that's my guy. But also, it, he he, bare, he did exactly what you're supposed to do. He didn't light up Aaron Rodgers. He basically gave him a nice little back scratch and barely, and touched him on the side, and his hand kind of grazed the back of Aaron Rodgers' jersey, and they called that a legal block in the back. Plus, add to the fact that there was no way. You know what? I, I wish he wouldn't have blocked him. I wish Aaron Rodgers would have tried to jump on top of that big defensive lineman and then gotten taken down to the ground and separated his shoulder and be out for the rest of the year. And I, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me preface this by saying, uh, or, or qualify this by saying, I have nothing against Aaron Rodgers the person. He's actually a really good guy. I don't know if you read that piece on him. In, no. um, there's a really good piece on him. He's actually, he, he, by all accounts, he seems to be a very interesting, I don't know if he's, he seems to be a good guy, an interesting guy. Somebody who has interests outside of football. He's basically said that when he's done playing football, he's not going to go to broadcast. He's not going to go to coaching. Like he's got other interests in life. He wants to. He, he's he's an inquisitive guy. Uh, I, I was I I found him a total newfound sort of respect for Aaron Rodgers the person. And of course, I respect his skill, but I hate what he gets as a player. I hate the way the league trade treats him. That's what I hate. I don't right. hate Aaron Rodgers the individual. I hate him. I hate the player. Because he tortures my team, and the league goes out of their way to make sure that he is taken care of. It's ridiculous. I mean, his linemen, the amount of holding that took place. I mean, Frank Clark must have gotten tackled five or six times yesterday. And Seattle, by the way, had four sacks in the first half. That's how bad Green Bay's offensive line is. You don't know how much you want to play for Green Bay. Yep. Pretty much. Well, it's interesting. T.J. Lang, right, made a career playing for, for the Packers. Uh, never could get a holding call uh, against when he was going up against the Dominicans. So he could never get a holding call on him or any of my linemen. Uh, of course, got called for holding yesterday. Yeah, he's on the lines. Yep, got called for a holding yesterday. Uh, but, I mean, it was the most ridiculous, blatant. I mean, even Aikman and Joe Buck were going bananas for them in, in the booth. Right. I don't know if you had the volume on or not. I did not. Okay. Uh, even they were like, uh, that's pretty weak. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, they, even they. And they, you know, they rarely ever speak out, especially against the Golden Boy. Uh, it, it was ridiculous. So, so, right, so instead of it being a pick six, uh, and down seven nothing, and now the Seattle can really, you know, keep getting after it. And what it could change, change the whole game. Well, so, so, so this is what happened. So the ball got moved all the way back because instead of a touchdown, they ended up coming with no points because they moved the ball back um, because of the illegal block in the back, and Seattle lost one of its best defensive players in the process. It was ridiculous. Uh, Absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, hey, they're, they're the Packers and they're in Lambeau, so they get to do whatever they want. Absolutely absurd. All right. Sorry. I got a little heated there, but it just it drives me nuts. I, I, and by the way, uh, we're going to get to why I watch so much of San Francisco, Carolina. That's why. Because I can't watch the Packers play in Green Bay. I can't. No. I can't watch it. I can't watch the refs repeatedly go out of their oh, way. It's, it's unwatchable. It is unwatchable. Believable. I mean, forget about the calls. Oh, and then did you see um, uh, Jimmy Graham get absolutely mugged by two guys in the back of the end zone, and they didn't call? Uh, I watched. I watched very little. Oh, of the game. oh my god, dude! Two guys. I forget which scrub defensive backs for the Packers it was, but they literally mugged him. Now was the ball high and overthrown? Yeah, but at the very least, it's 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 it's. Defensive holding in the end zone, automatic first down, first and goal. I mean, at the very least. And Seattle ended up having to settle for a field goal there also. Um, and so, and then, of course, the million of holding, holding calls that the offensive line doesn't get called on them uh, to boot. Now, they called some, to be fair, because it was so bad. Because Seattle's defensive line was so overpowering 
uh, Green Bay's offensive line. It was too obvious to not make any calls, but there was probably about five other ones that they could have called. And then, of course, Aaron Rodgers gets to do his cheating move where he clashes the other team with 12 well, men on the field. field yes. Counts, Correct. Yeah, uh, and his head bob hard that, That's another reason why it's unwatchable. Yep. Yep. Especially when he's doing it to your team. Yeah. No, absolutely. You're about to get off the field, and the last guy mm-hmm. is like a step from the, from the sideline. Yep. Yep, 12 men on the field, you don't get off the field. Well, or he, and then he just, like, yesterday he did it, he got a free play and he threw a touchdown. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not cheating technically, but he's gaming the system. And he does the same thing with his fake slides or when he does head right. first and he belly flops. Right. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it drives me nuts. I mean, it's again, a more power to him. I, I, it's not him that's the problem. It's the league that's the problem. So, I mean, if you were on my team, I'd love it. All right. <clears throat> Which gets gets you to your team. Yes, it gets to my team. So this is how my team started. Nice, nice little come from behind win. It was a nice come from behind win. This is how my team started out yesterday. Um, Not well. Win the toss, kick off, <coughs> get an interception of Carson Palmer. Who, by the way, looks like he. I mean, he's looked done for a while. He really looks done. Um, get an interception by Tavon Wilson. Um, Palmer threw the ball right to him, but there was it was because of pressure, so he threw the ball high, went right to him. Got good little return, get down about the 30-yard line of the Cardinals, five yards on first down, runner played Abdullah. Second play, tries to hit Golden Tate on a shallow cross. Golden Tate gets uh, knocked off his route, doesn't bother to fight through it, uh, throws it right to uh, Justin Bethel. Right, runs who it back for a touchdown. Runs it back 80-something yards for a touchdown. So I'm down 7-0. Okay, get the ball back. Um, uh, on the ensuing... Wait, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, I believe next possession, we um, have to punt from like our own goal line. Uh, my backup punter, so uh, Sam Martin, got hurt. So mysterious, nobody knows. Oh right, right. Just my trader had to punt. Well, right. no, 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 no. Sam Martin was already out. We have a backup punter named Casey Redfern, which, mm-hmm. according to your rules, can't be good with that name. I mean, you can't be tough. It's going to be hard to be good with a name like Casey Redfern. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so he's been the punter in preseason. He did fine in preseason. But Sam Martin got hurt in the offseason, the Lions' normal punter. Nobody knows how. And Jim Caldwell, of course, refuses to ex- elaborate or explain things of that nature, of that nature. Um, <laughs> right. As he said, we don't seven, discuss as issues he, of that nature. Yes, yeah, so as he said, seven, you can check the report and things of that nature, but we don't discuss <laughs> things of that nature. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not. By the way, I'm not even exaggerating. He literally uh, said that in today's post game presser. <laughs> so, young blinking man. Yes. Um, uh, so, anyway, this Casey Redfern character takes a perfect snap, drops it in the end zone, starts rolling out instead of just punting it Aussie style. Decides he's going to run with it. Unfortunately, the poor kid gets absolutely blasted and and break, torn ACL, MCL, the whole thing. So he's out for the game. So now I have no punter, and he's also the holder on field goals and extra points. So, so uh, Arizona uh, takes over first and goal or first and ten at like the eleven. Get get a three and out, holding a field goal. Up, oh, nope, flag on the play, leaping on Anthony Zettel, oh. which he left his foot for a second and got caught in between two linemen. It was not the clap. It was it's like they're looking for it because it's the Lions. So they call leaping. So they get another free set of downs. Stop them again, which was huge. Miles Kilbrew, huge stop on third down, keeping Gresham out of the end zone on a tight end screen where it looked like he was going to score. Um, so, holding the 10 nothing. Okay, phew. Lions go down the field. They score a touchdown. Extra point, Jake Rudock, the back quarterback, back of quarterback is in now as the holder, drops the snap, can't kick the extra points, now it's 10-6. I'm like, oh, oh my. <laughs> so that's how we start the game. Uh, defense hangs in there. Uh... Keeps getting stops, keeps getting stops. They're stuffing David Johnson and letting him do anything. Uh, they're, you know, getting good pressure on Palmer, covering Fitzgerald. Condre Diggs played out of his mind yesterday. I mean, the, the whole defense played phenomenal. Uh, finally get the uh, They actually miss a 32-yard field goal before the half. They've struggled with field goals the last couple of years. Yes. Yeah, they, I mean, special teams cost them three games last year. Yeah. I mean, between missed field goals. Kevin Zara was terrible. He was awful. Year. He was awful for them. So, and he's a Jets kicker now, by the way. Of course he is. Did the Jets, by the way, is Louis Aguiar back as their punter? Is that (laughs) part of the mix? Um, So, anyway, uh, the. uh, So they missed the field goal. Yeah. They they missed the field goal. 
Um, Lions get the ball back with about 40 seconds left. Looks like they're not going to get any yards. And finally, Stafford completes a pass on third down, uh, gets them to the 40-yard line, and Prater, God bless this guy. Oh, he kicked a 58-yard. Made another 58-yard. Made one last year to send the game in overtime against Minnesota. Did it again. So now we've played about as bad a half as you could play, and we're down 10-9, and we get we start with the ball in the third quarter. So I'm actually feeling fairly optimistic. I was like, there's no way – they can play this badly on offense. I mean, the defense played great. The defense literally gave up three points after they had the Cardinals had six plays from inside the 10-yard line. Yeah. So they played great. They were not the problem. The offense was wretched. Um, you know, so, I mean, the offense obviously gave the Cardinals their only touchdown of the half. Lions get the ball, get one first down, whatever, uh, have to punt. Um, oh, I also had this happen in the first half. I had Dwayne Washington get called for a personal foul after negating a 25-yard punt return by Jamal Agnew. I had Dwayne Washington letting a ball that landed a kick, Oh, I saw that. A kickoff, I saw that. Yeah. Land at the five, rolls into the end zone, five yards deep. Instead of just taking a knee, he hesitates for about half an hour and then decides he's going to run out and get stoned at the five-yard line. Right. I, I saw that. I, I, by the way, I was very calm when that happened. I wasn't screaming or yelling at all. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm sure you were. Yeah. I wasn't on the phone with Jim screaming, get him off my team. No. <laughs> that wasn't me. Um... So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, one the, thing, one thing. When, when you play for Jamal Hayden, you got a very short leash. It doesn't matter who you are. Uh, that that's true to a certain extent, but it's it, it particularly when it's mental errors. I mean, when when you're when you're you know that's what that's what Jorge Steinbrenner used to say. Well, I, I don't mind the physical errors. It's the mental errors. That's, it's the mental. That's, that's true. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, Jorge Steinbrenner was right, by the way, and he's got a lot of rings to prove it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Mike has nothing to do with that. No, I know he had a lot to do with it. R.I.P. Um, but yes, we uh, they, they, they they couldn't have played a worse first half. You know, the boneheaded penalties that were legitimate. Although Fox, of course, couldn't be bothered to show me the personal foul penalty on Dwayne Washington that negated a good punt return. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was a legit call or not. You're just gonna assume it wasn't. I'm just, right? Well, I, no. Uh, you know what? I, I just I don't know. I'd like to see it. It's a fairly important part. Instead of having the ball to thirty, now we have it to fifteen. That's a pretty. Oh, that's what led to the but the punt. The Foxes uh, they're too busy going going on some kind of promo for the Orville. So is that a? And I, you know, you know, I'm a big well, Seth McFarland guy. Yeah. I'm a big Seth McFarland guy. Um, so I, I'm not going to get on that. But you know, yeah, no, I have to the get. Girl, the, by the way, the girl on that is that the girl from Friday Night Lights? Uh, yes, it Tara? is. Yes. Uh, no. Is it? Oh, what's her name? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, no, no, no. What I have to get for Fox is I have to get cutaways to Terry Bradshaw yucking it up and clowning it up with Cletus. Uh, the robot, robot. Yes. And, and 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 them and them free. Well, what, what was the thing last year? Everybody do when you freeze, you 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 do this. Everyone stands there, statuing or something like that. And then they're all doing the Dougie or they're doing the name name. I mean, and Jimmy Johnson's really yucking it up and dancing. I mean, I. Day, uh, Robin. You, gotta, you gotta keep the you gotta keep the game so, so the the winners can understand it. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what this is anymore. So. Anyway. I guess, I guess we're just really old. Yes. Yeah, well, that's true, too. So, anyway, second half, key plays in the second half. Uh, um, Sean Robinson hustles downfield, forces a fumble on David Johnson. By the way, David Johnson. Dislocated his wrist. He did. Hats off to this guy. So, the play. He, has, he kept playing, didn't he? This is what happened. Play. So, it's a second and 20. He catches a, a ball to set up first and goal for the Cardinals. Uh, he gets absolutely popped by Glover Quinn, hurts his wrist. Um, came out of the game on that. They scored with the backup running back, Kerwin Williams, after that. Came back on the next series for the Cardinals. Fumbled. Now, he's got a dislocated wrist. Now, we don't know this at the time, but that's what it turns out he had. He fumbles. He gets plop, popped by Ashawn Robinson hustling downfield. Ashawn Robinson is a 320-pound dude, right? Yeah. Full speed. Land, you know, hits him from behind. Knocks the ball out. Uh, Jared Davis scoops it up. Who makes the tackle? David Johnson, he gets up and runs after me. Unlike Golden Tate, who couldn't be bothered to even run after uh, Justin Bethel. But he, he, he's, he's, I know he had a good game. He does some strange things on the field sometimes. Mm-hmm. There are times when he is completely out to lunch. Anyway. David uh, Johnson, we were all over him. We were. In Iowa last uh, that's why I wanted, that's who I, two years ago. That's who I wanted the Lions to draft. Uh, and instead. Oh, this is his third year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what, so I want the Lions to draft him. And the, and the Cardinals, the interesting thing, a little quick aside, were all hot and heavy for Amir Abdullah. 
And when we drafted Amir Abdullah, the Cardinals draft room went all up like they were all upset because that's the guy they really wanted. I mean, they had to settle, settle for David Johnson in the third round, who's basically Le'Veon Bell in the NFC. The Cowboys couldn't complete a, tra- complete a trade in the fourth round for Connor Cook, and so they just have to take Dak Prescott. Right, yeah, it's see? Just amazing oh, and, and, and of course, Gerald won at Paxton Lynch. Don't don't forget that. Right, yeah, they, well, that, that, was, that was the first time they tried to trade up. The right. first round to get Paxton Lynch. Right, right. And then the fourth round they tried to trade Right. Well, I'm Prescott. saying twice you didn't want Dak Prescott. Right, exactly. Right, yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah, better be lucky than good. Yes, so that fumble so. recovery was a big play. Then Stafford hit, uh, I think, think the next, the first touchdown was to... Um, yeah, it was. Theo Riddick to get it to 17-15. We went for two. Too early, of course. There's still three minutes to go in the third quarter. We went dumb-dumb. Caldwell went for two. Uh, didn't get it, of course. Um, then scored again on the touchdown of Galloway. Then kicks the then kicked the extra. No, we went for two again. Didn't get it. Um, and then the play of the game was we got the ball back up 21-17. Um... Trying to run the clock out, and then he hits Galladay for like the fifty-yard bomb, where he made the made you saw that play. Catch. Yeah, made a great diving catch. Which that was the play where I'm like, I'm on the phone with Jim. I'm like, hold on, like it, the old me would have been screaming, yelling, jumping up and down. Yes, we scored. This is me. There's no way to catch. It's going to get overturned. This is me doing the play-by-play. All right, Stafford just threw a bomb to Galladay. I think it's a touchdown. But I'm not sure. He kind of flipped the ball up. But again, Jim, Jim has to rely on your narrator. Well, he can listen to the he can listen to it live on the radio, but he doesn't he can't watch it unless it's a national TV game. He gets he gets right. he gets the replays on that on it at like through NFL.com or whatever. Right. But he doesn't he doesn't have the NFL package. No, he does not. No, gotcha. no. There, there'll be no satellite mucking up the works at the Hayden household and and ruining the aesthetics. No, so, not, not in Kathy Hayden's world. That's correct. Kathy Hayden is not having not her Broadway. No, that's right. She's not having. <laughs> it messed up the aesthetics of that of that house, so there will be no satellite. Hence, you have not passed your forklift driver's lessons vis-a-vis. There will be no football for Jim Hayden. <laughs> you will not be able to view the Lions game live uh, live uh, on TV. No, no, sir. So, but we've got a nice, a nice little routine. He'll listen to a bunch of the game on the radio. Then he'll call me, and I'll give him some play-by-play. So, uh, excellent data grant reference. Thank you, sir. So I'm doing... Because I'm a professional, yeah, <laughs> and a professional is, and that's what I want. <laughs> so I'm doing the play play So I said, listen, I think we just scored a 49-yard touchdown. I'm not sure. You know, all the plays are reviewed, and I, listen, I'm still scarred from the Calvin Johnson play, which, by the way, can you believe that's seven years ago already now? That was a 2010 yeah. season. Yeah. That's insane. First of all, all, the fact that 2010 is seven years ago. Right, right. That that in and of itself is crazy. But, um, so, I'm sitting there saying, and I said, you know, he flipped the ball up at the end. They're going to say he didn't have, he didn't control it through the process. Right. And then, and and in real time, it kind of looked that way. But then when they did show it slowed down in slow motion. But see, the thing is, they called it a touchdown on the field. So, you know, but they also called Calvin a touchdown on the field. So, you know, who knows? But anyway, it was a huge play. Um, obviously, and then the next possession after that, Palmer getting pressured, throws the ball behind a running back, tips off his hands, Killebrew caps it, takes it in for the pick six. Pretty much game over. Um, of course, I'm still sitting there trying to figure out how we could still lose up 18 points with four, three minutes left. Of course. Um, but uh, we didn't. Uh, some obviously big efforts for some young guys yesterday. Galladay, the rookie who got off to a horrible start, he dropped a two point conversion. When I say drop, he was contested, but you know what? That's the play you're supposed to make. Go up and catch the ball. They hit him in the hands. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why you're there. You're 6'4 with long arms. Go up and catch and make the catch. Um, and he had another drop. He had a false start. He looked, you know, I, I was sitting there saying, great, we traded up for this guy. Instead of standing pat, we could have drafted Kareem Hunt. Fantastic. Um, anyway, so overall, it's very satisfying. It's an NFC win, home win. Lions, by the way, 18-7 and seven under Caldwell at home. They've been a pretty good home team since he's been there. That's very good. And for as much as I make fun of him, I will have to give him credit for this. He does do a good job of keeping things together when things are going haywire. And that first half could have been 21-0 in the, easily. And the team hung in there. Uh, again, obviously aided mostly by the defense. The players love him, too. They do. It's just it's the same thing with Garrett. It's right. just the players love him. They, yep. they, don't, they don't give up. They don't quit. Yep. Um, which is fine. I don't need him to win press conferences. Yeah. You know what I need him to do is you know make good win, in, in game. Well, make good in the in-game decisions. So um, anyway, so that was uh, that was a very satisfying win. 
All right, let's do a little rapid fire. We'll go around the league. So, as I mentioned to you earlier, I watched a lot of San Francisco, Carolina. Number one, as I said earlier, because I couldn't watch, I can't watch Green Bay in Green Bay. And the treatment that, you know, the, the favorite nation status treatment they get from the rest. Two, I did a show Thursday. Uh, I did three picks. I picked the Lions getting two. I picked uh, San, uh, Carolina Lane five. Uh, so I was interested in watching that game. Plus, I have Cam Newton on my fantasy team. And, um, and, uh, and so I was watching a lot of that game. So a couple things that stood out. You know how a lot of times we talk about how uh, statistics for defensive linemen somewhat meaningless? Mm-hmm. Kwan Short had credited with two tackles. He absolutely dominated that game for the Panthers yesterday. Dominated. He was in the backfield all day. The sacks they interior got. Interior linemen in particular. Right. Well, no. Yeah, interior yeah. linemen. Right. Not, not ends necessarily, but interior linemen. He completely dominated that game. Second of all, uh, and listen, I hope the kid's going to be a good player. He struggled some yesterday. I think the Lions put too much on his plate, speaking of Jared Davis. But uh, Reuben Foster, and he got hurt. Uh, he is going to be a stud. He was all over the place. And I saw a couple highlights where he was, he, he was all over the field. He looks really, really good. You know what? Uh, Carol, uh, San Francisco is, I mean, they're, they're not very good. Brian Hoyer's not an NFL starting quarterback. But that defense is feisty. They've got some decent players on that defense. Um, they'll, they'll give some. They'll be a pain in the neck. How did their Oregon defensive linemen play? Uh, you know, I, I didn't notice them that much. I mean, listen, Cam missed a bunch. Of, he looked bad. He looked rusty. He definitely looked like a guy hadn't played all preseason. He missed a bunch of open receivers. But you know what? I mean, they didn't ru- listen. They kept getting McCaffrey the ball as much as they could. He didn't do that much against them. I mean, you know, I thought Armstead looked okay. Bruckner looked okay. Did Chris Did Samuel play at all? Uh, he played, he, he didn't get any touches. He was in on a couple of plays, but he right. didn't get any touches. Uh, Jaquisi Tart looked good for San Francisco, although he committed a really boneheaded, stupid personal foul, hitting a defenseless receiver. Um, I'm telling you, they're a feisty bunch. They, they, Jimmy Ward's still starting for them? No, nah, he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ruben Foster, of course, he got the dreaded high ankle sprain, so he's going to be out right, for at least so four to six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Those injuries just and, But here's, this is how tough that guy is. So he got a bat, and they, they showed the replay. He, he oh, got, uh, yeah, it, it looked like his ankle was like dislocated. Right? Yeah, he had his foot stuck in the ground, and he had a big offensive lineman, you know, bend him back. He came in, they, they drove him off on a cart. He came back out before the head. He said, tape it up, and he tried to run on the sideline and tried to go back in, and he just couldn't. And they were mm-hmm. like, no, 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 we, yeah. we're not going back in. But, yeah, that, I, I, yeah, I, I no, but he was, if you're not but he was mean to a hospital worker at the combine. So, you know, we can't draft him. Ridiculous. He wound up going in the second round. Right. No, he went at the end of the, end first, of the first round. Yeah, he went at the end of the first. Lions could have had him easily where they were. Um, my guy, Yannick Ngankwe from Maryland in the yeah. Jacksonville game was yeah, a he, terror. Yeah, he had a couple sacks. As Clay's came up four sacks, didn't he? He did. They had ten sacks as a yeah. team. Yeah. Well, Houston. I saw it, uh, it looks like uh, Miles Jack finally has figured it out. Uh, it looks like he may have figured it out. Dante Fowler uh, Jr. might have figured it out. And Gonkway was good for them last year. He forced one of the fumbles that Fowler returned for a touchdown. Um, Calais Campbell was a beast with four sacks. You know, that defense is legit. They signed A.J. Bowie. They had Barry Church. Um, from, from you from, guys. From the Texans. Yeah. Um, A.J. Bowie from the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then they got Barry Church right. from the Cowboys. Now, they put a lot. They've been spending a lot of draft picks in the last few years on defensive players, and they added a bunch of young, youngish veterans. I mean, Calais Campbell's been around for a while, but – Bouwe is still pretty young. Church is not that old. Um, and seems to certainly pay off. Now, take it with a grain of salt. Tom Savage stinks. The Houston's offensive line stinks. And, and by the way, it's without Dwayne Brown. They're, they're good left tackle because it's holding out. Mm-hmm. So you take it with a little bit of a grain of salt, but still 10 sacks is 10 sacks. But my guy Yannick Ngonkwe from Maryland, who we both loved coming out of the draft uh, yeah. last year, had a big game. You had a little more insight with your Maryland. I did. Um, I did. I watched them play a lot of games, and he was one of the few guys that looked like he could play on any Big Ten team. Uh, Tariq Cohen, the diminutive one. Out of all right, North- now, 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 speaking of Tariq Cohen, all right, so this is so, yeah, this, 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 this is where this is where breaking down film at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, trying to, trying to swear it pays off? To, yeah, exactly. So, uh, so my boss, he's, a, he's in a fantasy league. Okay. So he's looking at his roster. Right. And, you know, he's trying to figure out you know, like the back end of the roster. Right. So I brought up two guys. It's like Tariq Cohen, if you looked at him, 
Starts, you know, he looks it up. Like, yeah. All right, maybe I should add this guy. And another guy while I'm mad, take a look. Yeah. Not sure where he's on the depth chart. Right. Side, and take a look at, you know, Tariq Cohen has a, has a big game. Yep. Um, Marlon Mack had a touchdown. Did have a touchdown? Yeah, and he actually had another touchdown that was and, not and Coop, that should should have been. And Cooper Cup was going to actually was going to be next the next uh -huh. time I mentioned it and I, whatever. Yep. I think I had to take a phone call work later. Okay. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. So I didn't really get to get to get to get, get to around the to Cooper Cup. Uh, and you know, but then I, but then as, as, as this was unfolding, you know, yes. I attached it. So, you know, uh -huh. so, you know Tariq Cohen. Yep. That was all. This is what I do. Yep. All right. So you know, so, so, you know, so it really is useful. I mean, I don't. I, so, listen, so, so when one is questioning one's one's station in life, really, where where are we? When, yes. When we're breaking down. You know, Correct. Right. Yeah. Come to spur your team onto a fine draft. Yes. Um. You know, you may you may just be a few tweaks from a healthy existence. Now, well, this is the payoff. Well, there it is. I can help my boss with his fantasy team. And now, so it's good. At, at any point, did your boss say, "Aaron, I wish you knew this much about your actual job"? Does he do about <laughs> about this or no? <laughs> nah, <he's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as you're helping him to a fantasy football win, that's all that matters, really. Nah, he's too busy breaking down games from the summer at high school. Okay, so, you know, outstanding. So you know, so while, while he's while he's doing that, I'm breaking down drafts. All right. So, so really, so the fact nothing gets done. Yeah. Nah, can't imagine what we're not doing so well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he had a really big game. Not a huge game, but he had 66 yards receiving. He had another 40 or 50. No, 66 rushing. I think 40 50 receiving, including a touchdown. You see how the Chicago Atlanta game ended yesterday? Um, no, no. Oh, Chicago uh, down 21 17 or 23. I forget what the final score was. Touchdown and win. Four shots inside the eight. Jordan Howard drops the ball on the one yard line. He would have turned up and gone in. Oh. He instantly run a guy over, uh, drops the ball. Uh, Bellamy dropped the ball in the end zone. And then the next two incomplete. They had four shots at it. Oh. score. Yeah, brutal. Brutal. Chicago is going to be better than people think, too. They're going to be a pain in the neck this year. I watched them in preseason. Is Tariq Cohen paired with Jordan Howard is going to be a handful in the backfield. Mike Lennon's not great, but he's not terrible. Although the receivers – oh, by the way, you hear Kevin White. Broken scapula out probably for the season. Oh. I mean, that kid cannot yeah. catch cannot a break. Catch a break he's been hurt every single year he's been in the league. Um, so that was an interesting game. Um, and uh, – Let's see, what is this? Oh, yeah, okay. I was trying to look at my notes. I'm like, 40, 45 hots. It's What's this? Fax me some halibut? What does that yeah, say? Four shots, and that was my four shots at the end zone. Right. Uh, we'll go back to the opening game of the season. Speaking of, you know, all this film watching and, and you know, watching the uh, – so uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a similar story. So um, Kareem Hunt, right, mm -hmm. guy we loved coming yep. out of Toledo. Had a spoke about him on this very show. Yes, we did. Had a monster game against the Patriots as Kansas City waxed the Patriots on Thursday night. So I drafted, I had my fantasy draft on Wednesday night. I told my partner, you know, my co-owner, mm -hmm. uh, this is my guy. This is my guy. We have to get this guy on our team. Running backs in the Andy Reid system always put up monster numbers. Spencer Ware's out for the year. Shankardrick West is not going to tell his Kareem Hunt. He's going to be the guy. He can catch. He can run. And my buddy's like, listen, I defer to you. That's fine. Took him in the second round. Reach, 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 everybody at the uh, yeah? table. Oh, uh, yeah? So, uh, yeah? so, on Thursday night, they were, I, they were not watching Toledo highlights, were they? Well, so here's the thing. So, Thursday night, well, or actual Toledo games, which I probably watched about four of them last <laughs> right. year. So, Those Mac games are pretty good. Yes, they are. So, Maction, baby. So, um, yes. So, I was with my buddy Peter, because we had a golf tournament up at this club uh, over the weekend. And you play a practice round Thursday afternoon. So uh, we were at the bar at his club, and we were watching some of the game, and we went home. And I told him that, I was like, how do you know about a running back? Like, how would you even know this guy's a running back from Toledo? And I bet your initial reaction was, how do you not know this <laughs> Well, I was like, how you know I'm like, how would I not know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm like, well, uh, because uh, I watched a lot of Mac games. I watched, I probably saw him playing live like four times. It's like, okay. Why are you watching Toledo four times a year? <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I ain't got a lot going on. That's why. I mean, I don't oh, know. I'm sorry. They're not Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. Yes. It's not Channel 11. Of, of whom he's a big fan, by the way. He's a right. big Ohio State guy. I remember that. Yes. So, uh, and then I'm like, and then, of course, you know, I, I, I watched all the senior bowl practices, and I watched him <laughs> in the senior bowl. He had a really <laughs> I saw him at the combine. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yes, I, was, I felt very vindicated about that. Um... And uh, 
listen, I don't... We, we can't all be Zeke Elliott. Right, correct. Um, and then, you know, listen, I'm not the type to gloat. <laughs> uh, but um, to know nothings like Stephen A. Smith, by the way. So, of course, because he, he, know, he, know, he knows nothing about football. Right. Yeah, but, and nor does, he, nor does he try. It's well, just, no. He's paid to do shtick. No, but... Right, and which is, but by the way, all ESPN is now is yes, shtick. Yes, it's just shtick. It's, so, it's hot takes and shtick. Correct. So, of course... No substance. After the Stafford extension, you know, of course, him and his, and his great analysis, you know, how, how are you going to give $135 million to a guy that has no, hasn't even won a playoff game? As if he's a starting pitcher, first of all. Right. And then, okay... Um, how about 360 yards and four touchdowns against the Saints? That's why they lost this first playoff game they ever played in? Yeah, that was Matthew Stafford's fault? Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, he's a no-nothing. doesn't let the facts get away. So, I guess apparently after his pick six to start the game yesterday, Stephen A. Smith, you know, tweeted, you know, that's why you don't. So, of course, Lions fans were apparently hammering him after the game. After nice. his, you know, and yet, by the way, 21st. Now, fourth quarter comeback since 2012, by far the most in the league. Um, but anyway, so if anybody needed any more convincing... Yeah, who is Jay Farrow's? Uh, Mario Chalmers is a dear, dear friend of mine. Oh, he's doing the Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Um, Mario Chalmers shouldn't even be allowed to have arms. <laughs> Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh-huh. A dear, dear friend of mine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I miss Jay Yes, we, we need... Oh, he's got his own show. Does he? He's got his own shows coming, I think, on either Showtime or Stars. He's got his own show. Right, good for him. It's, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's a scripted comedy, but I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, but I think it's, you know, it's sort of one of these ones where he vaguely plays a vague facsimile or of himself kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, not quite a curve, but right. anyway. So my point is, if anybody else needs more convincing as to why Matthew Stafford got the contract he got... Um, how about you look at Mr. Kirk Cousins with his $24 million that he's making this year and go watch that game yesterday. That's all you need <laughs> to know. It did not look good. That's all you need to well, know. Horrible interception late in the game driving them when they were driving to, for a go-ahead score. Terrible throw off his back foot high and late over the middle for an interception. Two fumbles. I don't want to hear about the second one not being a fumble. If the ball's not in your hand and then it comes forward, that's a fumble. All right. When I was watching Kirk Cousins yesterday, yes. it makes me think a little bit of Del Batantis. Okay. If you get good Dylan Batances, yep. you're in for a you're in for a good night. Yep. But when you get bad Dylan Batances, the yep. one who cannot and will not throw a strike, the one who can't throw a fastball and right. who, who abandons his fastball because he can't doesn't think he can throw it anywhere near the plate and gives up a two run homer to game winning homer to Manny Machado. That was a brutal loss. Well, yes. because, yeah, because he because he can only throw a curveball. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When you get that Dylan Batances, yeah. yeah. that's what I was that's what I was thinking when I was watching Kirk Cousins. Yeah. When you get bad Kirk Cousins, you look like you. It looks like you got a quarterback who's never played before. Well, uh, 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 Tommy, uh, Brett, Tommy. Brett, Brett, Brett Favre, uh, the little uh, girl with the curl, the little girl with the curl. Yeah, I mean that's that. I mean, listen, Kirk Cousins will put up numbers till he's a great fantasy quarterback. He will put up numbers to you know to kingdom come to the live long day. But when the Redskins needed him to show up late last year, two stink bombs, including against the Giants, who had nothing. To play for through a critical fourth interception, uh, fourth quarter interception in that game too. So and, and you know, so, so you do not like that, do you? Uh, well, I'm just saying. I mean, and listen again. He puts up big numbers. Uh, does it translate to winning? That Redskins defense played their tails off yesterday in that game. He had two, obviously, you know, three huge turnovers, and that, and, that, and I mean, part of it. To be fair, their offensive line isn't very good either. They have, I mean, Fat Rob Kelly is their running, is their star starting running back. Apparently, Samaj P. Ryan, a buddy of mine, is a Mer- uh, Redskins fan. Mm-hmm. Awful. Really? He says he's he looked terrible all preseason. Really? Can't block anybody. Doesn't look good running. Really? Yeah, missed assignments. I thought that, I thought that was going to be a good pick. I so, so I did I. I think they drafted some good players. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what's his face? Uh, Ryan Anderson, Anderson's hurt. Right, Moreau's uh, isn't ready to play yet. Uh, I guess Moreau's still hurt. Yeah, uh, but their defense wasn't the problem. Jonathan Allen? Uh, yeah, I think he's playing. Okay. I think he's playing. Their defense apparently wasn't the problem. Is Kerrigan had a pick six yesterday? Um, but yeah, so Lions fans who think that Matthew Stafford's overpaid or overrated, whatever, uh, that that's that's basically your option is Kirk Cousins, okay? And if you think Jake Rudock, I mean, listen, I understand it a nice preseason and everything, and I'm hopeful he could turn himself into a good NFL quarterback. But seriously, the Lions would probably have been 
three and thirteen last year without Matt Stafford. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying he's perfect. I get it. I know he's flawed at time to time. From time to time, uh, he's not Rogers. I get it, and he's going to have to probably go through that, live that down his whole life. Um, but it would also be nice if we could actually put a, a team around him. So anyway, uh, those are my big uh, storylines from yesterday. Oh, we could talk about the Jets real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. So Todd Bowles, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, we're back. Took a quick break. Um, so Todd Bowles, last year against, who was it against? I forget. Oh, against Pittsburgh. Jets down 11, about four and a half minutes left, besides the punt. Mm-hmm. His thought process is, you know, from like fourth and two from like the 36-yard line or something like that. Right. You know, or the 40, whatever. Well, I thought we could pin them down there and get the ball back. And the, the reporter was like, yeah, but um, you, you're down two scores. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I thought, you know, we get a quick score and then play defense and get the ball. Uh-huh. Wait, uh, how so much time was left? Yesterday? No, no. Four, four, right. under, under five minutes. Just like yesterday. I mean, almost the same exact thing yeah. yesterday. And he does the same. He's like, now listen, it's probably not going to make a difference. The Jets are terrible. Everybody knows that. But it's a little concerning. Ball, it's gets intercepted. you got the guys running back. Probably scores and his own man gets, gets up. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, early in the game. Uh, Jets pick a ball yeah, off. I wasn't watching. I was yeah, just watching so, Lions. Um, I forget who it was. Picks the ball off like, deep in the end zone. Uh-huh. Runs it out. Okay. Weaves, weaving, bobbing, uh-huh. weaving. Um, oh, he got knocked down by his own guy. Yeah. Yes. The guy, although the guy, I think, I kind of got thrown into him. Okay. So his own guy. That okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the play late in the game that was like a jump ball with Robbie Anderson and I forget the DB for the Bills and it looked like he made a great interception, but then it looked like Robbie Anderson maybe pulled it away I, from I him. See that. I, I was just curious. I, it was only because I flipped to it during you know a, a timeout in the Lions game. Uh, because I was interested in that game because of my knockout pool, and I took the Bills. So that was mm-hmm. the only reason, really, I was heading in for that game to begin with. But, yeah, getting back to the top bowl situation. I mean, listen, nobody's going to pretend that, you know, the Jets have any talent. But it's still disheartening to see your head coach make the same mistake two years in a row. I mean, that's that's like Terry Collins and the Mets. It's like, you know, fundamental play has nothing to do with talent. And the Mets have stunk with their fundamentals since Terry Collins got here. Um one has nothing to do with the other. Same thing with Todd Bowles. There's certain situations where it's it's a no-brainer decision. You don't that, that's not even debatable. You're down two scores with less than five minutes to go. It's fourth and less than five. You know, I don't care if it's fourth and ten. You gotta go for it there. Uh, no? Yeah, punting punting doesn't do you a lot of good. Yeah, what's it gonna yeah, do? I, don't know. I mean, unless you get lucky and get a pick six, but it's not like the giant uh, the Jets. He seems like a nice guy, but yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's I mean, he's listen. He has been given a full deck to work with. There's no question from a talent standpoint. I, but. I feel so bad for Jet fans. Uh, yeah. Well, listen. I managed to be one and a Lions fan at the same time, so really, I, I could certainly empathize and feel their you pain. Really, you really picked the lottery twice. Yes, you? I did, didn't I? Yeah. Although they gave me a little, they gave me what my best moment as a Jets fan was when they went on the road and beat the Raiders in 1983. Right, when, uh, when Ryle ripped off Chris Ward's helmet. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then they would go to Miami and lose 14 nothing In the slot. Three interceptions by AJ, AJ Dewey. Yes, yeah. in, in the slot. The killer B's defense, right. yes. That was in the slot where the, 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 the Jets had a very good offense that year with Richard Todd, Wesley Walker, Freeman McNeil, uh, Freeman McNeil. Um, Jerome Barkham. Jerome Barkham. Who was... Uh, Derek Gaffney. Yeah, Derek Gaffney. Who's the other good running back that they had? Johnny Hector. Right. Right? He was right. on that team, I think. Um, yeah. So, uh, and, the, and Miami knew that, 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 you know, the Jets' offense obviously was really good. So they basically left the tarp uncovered because there was a rainstorm the night before, and they wanted it to be that way. That was, that was unintentional. Uh, that was David Woodley, uh, wasn't it? Oh, uh, I believe so. Yes, I believe that, that was. was. Don Strzok, I think it was David Woodley. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. So, anyway. All right. Well, just uh, just real quick. While we were talking about Stick Michael. Yes. A uh, story that Buster Olney told. I had never heard this. By the way, Stick Michael passing away last week at the age 77, 79. Yeah. Former, former Yankee player, former Yankee GM, former Yankee coach, former Yankee manager. Yeah. Uh, and obviously got a lot of credit for being the guy for that built those dynasty teams the, uh, in the 90s. Right. Yes. So, Buster Olney told the story. I never heard this. That um, early in Bernie Williams' career... Uh, George wanted him out of town. Okay. As did, uh, as did, as did, uh, as did somebody who's speaking me and me. Terry Williams, the guy you should be keeping, not Bernie. I remember you were not a huge. That was a frightened little child. Terry <laughs> should be playing. <laughs> and so, 
Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Ice Williams. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so again, stick to uh, stick to stick, NFL stick to football. football. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, so apparently I was not the only one with that opinion. Uh-huh. Uh George wanted him out in the worst way. Okay. So t- gave uh, then GM Stick Michael directed. You call every single team in Major League Baseball, and you find a way to trade this guy. Wow. So. Uh, Gene Michael being the good soldier, yeah. calls every single team in baseball. Wow. Uh, talks about everything except Bernie Williams. Ah. And then went back to George and said, I spoke to every team. Uh, yeah, no offers. That's awesome. That's great. That's a great story. Yeah. All right. We'll get you out of there on that. As always, check us out on iTunes, uh, Twitter at Jamal About Sport, and on Facebook. Uh, Enjoy the games tonight. We'll be back next week with another edition on a Football Monday. Peace out.